welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. I am uh, your host, Troy Aleem, a.k.a. The Wayfair. Uh, today is Monday, March 9th. This is episode seven. I don't know what we call it this shit yet. We'll find out soon. Um, but yeah, before we get started, I just want to remind everyone, uh, we're starting to see a little, a couple of, I saw some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Folks are starting to rate our shit, so that's dope. Keep it up. Yeah, super duper shout out to y'all. Um, keep it up. Keep doing it. Subscribe, rate, review. Do all of that good shit. I appreciate it. And tell somebody else about it, too. Anybody, so somebody that you think would like it, would fuck with it, um, let them know so that they can hear it and enjoy this content uh, nourishment that we're providing through these airways. So, yeah, this was a, an eventful week. I feel like the like as soon as we got up out of here last week, a whole bunch of news started happening. Like things started popping off in these streets. We're going to start like Spike Lee versus the Knicks. The disaster that is the Knicks. I mean, oh my God, it's ridiculous. Every chance they get, they fuck it up. They fuck it up. They avoid prosperity. Like they literally, they like are there. It's it's weird. It's weird. Like they don't want it. And the problem is they don't have to. Y'all remember uh, the Clippers owner? I think maybe it was David Sterling, but Donald Sterling, I mean. Um, but somebody, he was like, we're not out here trying to win games. Like, this is a business. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> win games. Uh, that's not our priority. Like, they let it be known that winning is not. We out here running the business. This is a, like, these motherfuckers going to come here. They're going to buy these $15 beers. They're going to eat these $20 hot dogs. Right, yep. uh, and they're going to come to this game. They're going to buy the merch. Ball, exactly. Exactly. So, like, it's. It's a profitable business to be in, and and if you're going to continue to be a patron of that business as a fan, then you got to be okay with some bullshit. But eventually, enough is enough. And with the Knicks, enough was enough a long time ago. (laughs) Like a good 10, 15 years ago at this point. Because, God damn, they suck. They suck. At every level, at every level, they suck. Like, fucking Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson... (laughs) one with Kobe designed the two greatest scorers for sure that the league has ever seen and the offenses that they operated in with Kobe um, and Shaq and them Lakers teams and with fucking Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and them Bulls teams. Phil Jackson couldn't do nothing with the motherfucking Knicks. (laughs) The Knicks are that bad. The Knicks. And... Phil Jackson got them Chris Stapps, Porzingis, which they promptly <laughs> traded away. As soon as they could, it was like, oh my God. He too could, much talent. They had too much talent. A fucking unicorn, a once in a life. Oh, no, 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 no. Not in our hands. The fucking knickerbockers. That's, let's start there. Let's start. Let's start. How you going to be called? What's how your mascot is pants? Like, what? That's something that we should talk about at some point. The worst mascots of, of things. Right, yeah. The yeah, Knickerbockers sure. have got to be up there. <laughs> Historically, uh, Way up there. like the ducks. You can't call me no fucking duck and think uh, I'm going to intimidate you. Like, that's not um, that's not going to work. There's a, I think there's a high school in, in like central Illinois called their mascot is the pretzels. Oh, like, God. really, motherfucker? Like, yeah. cheese or mustard? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. And then Springfield High School, the fucking senators. The senators. That's, Come on now, man. I can what understand that at least, though. 
and a senator can definitely be intimidating. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but. A fucking duck. Actually, ducks are vicious. We learned about how vicious ducks are. True. Yeah. Uh, ducks are assholes, bro. Did you know that? Yeah. Ducks are assholes. Real big assholes. And they have corkscrew penises. Yep. Which is <laughs> wild. <laughs> Just a little wild as fuck. Right, Talk right about here. by any means necessary. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Spike Lee and the Knicks. So yeah, the Knicks need to change their name, first of all. The Knickerbockers, they need a massive rebrand. You ever hear Charlemagne the God talk about how Jesus needs a rebrand? I think the Knicks need a Jesus level rebrand. Like it's time to, <laughs> it's time to tear that shit down. I don't know if Dolan needs to sell the team or whatever. I'm not like invested in the Knicks, so I don't. I'm not entrenched in what their actual problems are. I just know the results, and the results are my entire life they have sucked. I the whole time. Yeah, yep. The whole time. Never, never were the Knicks anything to talk about. So, with all that being said, Spike Lee, the uh, the the Drake equivalent to the Knicks, <clears throat> right? The celebrity ambassador for the Knicks, long time, three, four decade um, season ticket holder, courtside seat. He's at every single home game. Spike Lee is iconic for. The roles he's actually played back when the motherfucking Knicks were competitive and to any extent. Um, you know, he got into the infamous beef with, uh, who was that, Reggie Miller and the, and the Pacers. So, like, he's an icon and synonymous with the Knicks. Um, figures came out that he spent a, a somewhere around $10 million uh, just on seats, right? Just on those season tickets for the Knicks, not to mention all of the marketing dollars he's obviously not been paid for by putting mention in the Knicks and his movies and wearing the gear and all of that good shit. So he has some issues getting into the garden the way that he's gotten in the entire time that he's been a season ticket holder. There was a big snafu. He was told he had to use a different interest. He was like, fuck that. I've been using this interest. This is the interest I'm gonna use and uh ended up being a big a big deal and then in the aftermath of that incident there was kind of a war of war war of words between spike lee and james dolan via the knicks pr department with like competing stories about what was happening and who was notified about what and all of this beef and so so is a liar playing the victim it was it kind of got low-key kind of nasty especially for someone with spike lee's stature and it um you know it was it was it was kind of nasty it was kind of gross and you have to think about why you would treat someone like spike lee that way um and it's hard to figure out it's hard to pinpoint it like this man has done nothing but good things for you apparently he's been out recruiting players for your ass like he's low-key uh, like i i, I don't I don't understand how you can, yeah, like I don't, I don't understand how you could treat someone like that uh, in this way in such a public matter. Even if you have some sort of dis disagreement, you should respect that man enough to handle that shit behind closed doors and not trying to make yourself look a certain way in the media and all of that shit. I think that's just kind of fucked up. And then, 
you know, Spike Lee, uh, I don't know if y'all saw his appearance on, on, on First Take, but this man is a fucking, first of all, you could tell he's such an artist because it is hard to keep him on one subject. On one subject. <laughs> like, this man was jumping all around, but you could very clearly see how upset and how, like, yeah. pissed off he was, like, how much this shit bothered him. And this was before, like, they came out and called him a liar and some more other bullshit. So it was kind of wild to see them see them treat him like that um and again i think it just speaks to the knicks ineptitude and how and how trash they are there yeah fuck the knicks um oh it's a big uh sticking to sports and basketball it's a, uh the uh lakers play the clippers today yes yeah, it's the first playoff game ain't it no nah. no nah, the playoffs haven't started yet <laughs> at all there's still like 20 some games disregard that disregard that nah nah but nah they uh play that back (laughs) they play so they played Milwaukee on Friday I think got in that ass it was a great game I think they played the Clippers um today or yesterday when you're hearing this yeah it'll be yesterday so I'm looking forward to that game um Lakers are looking like they're gearing up. We just got DI Waiters, which I'm actually low-key excited about. We did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm happy about that. I'm excited to get him into the fold and get him into the rotation to see what he can produce and, and add. Did y'all see Steph came back? Yeah. Did y'all see wow. Steph got Corona? What? What? Steph got coronavirus, y'all. Are you serious? Yeah. Nah, he got the flu. That's what oh, they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip, I'm like, But damn. listen to this shit. So, listen to this shit. And I hate to go back to coronavirus. I'm... Like, we've been talking about this for every episode. We might be synonymous with coronavirus at this point. But, like, by the time we start getting popular, I'm like, these niggas just talk about coronavirus. coronavirus. Right. But I saw something where they are diverting a cruise ship that has 54 people with coronavirus to a port in Oakland. Mm. Now, why would you go and do a thing like that? Why Why is that? Why is that the disembarkment place? Yeah. Fucking Oakland, really? I wonder where they're coming from. Did y'all see in China they collapsed that hotel? Yep, I saw that. That's uh, crazy, yeah. Uh, 70 people collapsed, uh, trapped. CPS had a teacher that had a confirmed coronavirus case. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but also, at the same time, all that being said, it's so fun. This mass hysteria is, again, hilarious. Like, this shit is still at, at to this day is not really killing people like that to this, right? to this day to it's this not day. really killing like the mortality rate is not that it's still I don't know but whatever I'm, I'm done with the coronavirus back to sports shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh, the Lakers um, I'm very excited to see how they're gonna play against the Clippers they done wet the bed against them twice already so I want to see them. Well, it's time to gear up and, and get into it. So, um, other oh Tony Romo, y'all see how much that man get paid to talk about football games? That's crazy, man. How much? Seventeen M's. Seventeen. A million dollars per week. A million dollars a week oh for the football goodness. season to yeah. common. Oh like my to goodness. be an analyst, announcer, analysis, play by play, announcer, whatever. He's doing it like consistently now, huh? Yeah, he he got the motherfucking bag. But think about that. He seventeen million dollars. All he has to do is work during the football season. 
Um, obviously, there's what five, six months out the year where it's no football. Mm-hmm. Um, more than that, football season is what no October, September. Yeah, it's not. It's not even that fucking long. Anyway, seventeen M's to call the games, one game a week. Um, and if you compare that to Stephen A. Smith, just got his big contract with ESPN for what ten. Or eight, eight, eight. <laughs> or eight million. Really? Stephen A. No Smith way. is on serious? TV every day, all day long, oh, and a radio that's show. A lot of work. Ooh, okay. He get eight. Tony Romo getting seventeen. Right. <laughs> seventeen. That's wild. That's wild. Eight is not only is eight laughable, but uh, like even Stephen A is taking the taking the attitude like, "Ooh, thank you for setting the market," because you don't oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, y'all yeah. done uh-huh. fucked up now. If he get that for yeah. seventeen weeks of work, oh, yeah, let yeah, me yeah, uh, yeah, let yeah, me triple that on that, up then. Yeah, that. right. You could realistically that. triple that if you're Stephen A. Smith. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, what's up? I wonder what Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip could get now. But see, the, I What's feel Shaq like uh, Shannon Sharp. Oh, Shaq at TNT. I was curious about that too. Yeah, Shaq's hmm. a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. The basketball season is way longer. Yeah. When you play yeah. yeah. yep. And they 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 on late night too. Mm-hmm. On the East Coast, that's super late. I be I be up struggling sometimes. So we'll watch that East Coast <laughs> game shit. Um, yeah. So. Shout out to Tony Romo for getting paid, uh, but that seems like a lot of money. Like that, Dak don't make that much. He's an actual Dallas quarterback. He's a yeah. f- the former Dallas quarterback makes well uh, what five times <laughs> what the current Dallas quarterback makes. That's, That's insane. That's that insane. Is. Put that into perspective. Yeah, I don't know. So you're uh, more valuable once you leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I so it seems like. I guess that's what they're saying. That's basically what they're saying, actually. Mm. That's, what the, that's what the whole industry, entertainment industry is saying. Mm. Like, play for a little while, get the fuck out, <laughs> and then right. don't talk about it. That's what Joe Budden did. Yeah. In podcast world. Yeah, that's true. If you look at, like, political pundits a lot of times, that's mm. what they did. They were aides. <laughs> yeah, like, they were political yeah. aides. They worked on a couple campaigns, did a couple, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then they go talk about the shit. Uh, <laughs> that might be the secret sauce to life. Do something for a little while and then go talk about it. <laughs> That's the secret sauce right yeah, there. That's yeah. what I'm going to teach my kids. Do whatever the fuck you want to. It don't matter. But observe it. Take notes. Remember right. this shit. And then go talk about it later on when you're done. Because other people want to do it too. Exactly. And other people, or they, or they think they want to do it and really just want to hear about it. <laughs> so like, I don't know. So yeah, shout out to Tony Romo. Uh, let's get into some music. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> so Meg the Stallion has been uh, blowing up the streets and having 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 the blogs popping lately about her contract. Uh, so apparently she signed a contract with a what is it, fifteen oh one, which is or no three hundred, which is a subsidiary of fifteen oh one, which is a subsidiary uh, or the other way around. Other way around yeah. Basically, some J Prince affiliated shit. That's what mm-hmm. it was, um, like a subsidiary of J Prince's labels and shit. So she signed uh, what, based on all accounts, is a pretty typical first record deal. Um, and 
Um, was operating off of that deal, started getting a little buzz, um, attempted to renegotiate that deal, and is now uh, up in arms about her inability to renegotiate um, in a way that she finds satisfactory. Um, and I kind of feel like that's basically where we are right now. There was um, a restraining order that Meg filed against her label so that she could release music. Um, they tried to fight that, but uh, the court upheld her right to release the music. Uh, so her album Sugar came out on Friday, which I listened to. It was like eight Lucy's, nine Lucy's or something like mm -hmm. that. It was good. She's rapping, really? she's spitting on that shit, but it's like... Or the streets wasn't feeling it, man. Yeah, it, because, because you could tell that it was just some songs that she put together to to do this purpose. It's not it's about rushed. the music. Yeah. yeah. It's not really about the music. It's like a few songs that she just had in the tuck that she wanted to get out. Get out, Take I guess. Take advantage of the little the moment. Yeah. 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 And so what I think is uh the next situation is they have to figure out how they're going to deal with this contract. So to my understanding they don't have to do shit. Right, like <laughs> she signed it. Like you that's don't. yeah. Like she signed it. That's the situation she's in. And this is a lot of times why artists end up like you never hearing from them again is because they just stop making music if they can't, you know, what I'm saying negotiate what is best for them. Um, but this is really really interesting because was really being but uh, the the uh, the the root of this is when you boil it down the dispute is actually between two legendary hip-hop icons if you really want to dig to the roots in jay-z and jay prince mm. um so there's going to be more to come and we may not know about it <laughs> but this is going to be resolved shortly so uh shout out to meg and we'll figure out more about the contract later um, and other music, uh, it was actually a bunch of new music, or a decent amount of new music that just came out. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert dropped um, a week early, actually. That's something we never fucking see. It's people dropping music early, usually. Mm -hmm. It's always delayed and Thanks. late. So shout out to Uzi just for being unique in that sense. Um, the album was pretty good. It was decent. It was, I guess, consistent with Uzi. It was nothing ridiculous or unexpected or anything like that it was a good consistent album it was i think it was a good time for this too it was very spring-ish mm. like gearing up for the summertime feel so i appreciated it it was decent um who else dropped some music kiss really Oh, Jada Kiss. Oh, I swear, me too. Right? <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> I was like, did they die? No, yeah, Jada Kiss dropped. That shit is incredible. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ignatius, Jada Kiss. Shout out to Jada Kiss and the Locks, man. That uh, that album is really fucking good, too. The song with uh, Pusha T. Oh, mm. oh my God. Mars. It's, man. Who had the best verse between the two? I haven't Pusha heard yet. Pusha? Yeah, Pusha. He's been killing his features the last, like, four or five months. He has. On that Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. That Palm, Palm Olive. Yeah, Ooh. he's doing his thing. Shout out to Pusha T, but shout out to Jada, because that album bangs as well. We talked about the Sugar album. It's meh as fuck. Yeah. It's like a six. It's six as hell. <laughs> uh, Janae Aiko's album dropped. Did y'all listen to that? Not yet. I gotta wait till it's nighttime and light some candles. And 
So the thing is, you could do that, or you could be outside somewhere doing Mm -hmm. something, listening to this with someone fun. So that's what you did? No. (laughs) I listened to it it in the crib yesterday, but I could get Uh, that vibe from it. Me and Whitney was both listening to it, and it's like, yeah, this this makes you want to go do some shit. It's another good spring record, I think, Hmm. which I think she's really kind of perfect for that, right? Like, her sound is very spring-like. It don't ring off in the winter. If that makes sense, she don't make cuddle music. She got that California. Yeah. 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 But I liked it though. Some good songs in there. It was a lot of songs we already heard already though, which I thought was weird. But she also Mm -hmm. put 20 tracks on the album, so not mad at it. Good stuff though. Yeah. Let us know if there's other good music that we're missing. But yeah. Shout out to shout out to all the music that dropped. I feel like this is about to be a really good year for, for music. I think a lot of the big name people that we like really fuck with um are gonna be dropping this year so i'm excited about that so yeah that's all the music um i'm looking is there anything supposed to be dropping soon that we know about well the get the party next doors in the weekend yeah yeah that's true i'm excited for those yes those will definitely be some mood setting Mm -hmm. vibes maybe you're thinking yeah those are coming up soon i am excited for those too um all right let's get into the uh what I guess can be the relationship segment with a little segue from former President Bill Clinton. <laughs> um, so Bill Clinton came out this week and said that his affair with Monica Lewinsky was so that he could manage his anxiety. I'm pretty sure that was a direct quote. Yeah. Like that was the purpose was to manage his anxiety. Um, and that comment sent the world ablaze in terms of you know if that like just the, his premise um in and of itself so basically what he's saying is yo being the president is tough i got a lot of decisions to make a lot of late nights i you know you know shit's stressful so i got me a little you know me a little, <laughs> little you did Gluck gluck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like to help re- relieve my stress. And what's interesting is, you know, obviously when you say something like that, and especially now, how many every years it is, sounds like an excuse, right? Like it yeah. sounds, it don't it don't ring off like it could, right? Like it doesn't sound like a viable issue. It don't sound reasonable. It sound kind of wild that you saying this shit now, right? It sounds very reasonable to me. I mean, why why right why now? That's the element that I'm talking about. Like, it's the why now. Like, what? Why are you saying it now? This is the perfect time to get that off because we're so much more aware of mental health and mm. <laughs> people dealing with anxiety and self-medicating. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Can we really judge him? We can judge him because there's some moral aspects people might not agree with. But he was trying to help rule this nation is the best way he knew how to do at the time. And at the time, like you said, you wanted a little gluck gluck to help him relax. It's stressful being president. Right. I'm pretty sure Barack called uh, Michelle in the office a couple of times to help him relieve some stress <laughs> in whichever way that might have been for him. Maybe a massage on the temples or something. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not going to throw anything <laughs> else out there. But, yeah, nah. Respect. <laughs> I'm actually... So, so, yeah. I mean, my stance is... This brings up a larger question of when somebody does something fucked up, 
are you really mad about them fucking up or the reason that they fucked up? And what impact does that have on how you feel about it? So, like, for example, and let's just keep it with Bill Clinton because he did the shit. So we're going to keep it over there. Um, like, like me, don't you? Like, should, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, like, should Hillary feel better or worse now that it's public information on why he got some head? Like. How should she feel now that this information is out? Does this make it easier on her? Can she accept? I mean, she stayed by his side anyway. Well, maybe she knew this or not. Maybe she, maybe she could. Here's the other thing. She could have been perfectly fine with it. It just salty. It came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that could also be a thing. That So yeah. we don't really know the intricate workings of that. So maybe it's unfair to try to prognosticate on how she may yeah, feel about really this. Yeah, we never really heard her side of it. Exactly. So maybe that's a little bit unfair. I think it sucks for her now because now she's going to be asked about this shit again. She thought she was done with this. Yeah. Now all of a sudden she got to talk about the shit again. That's true. Unless she was in cahoots with him mm. with doing it. Like, you know what? Okay, you want to go public with it? They, you know, maybe they had a discussion. Maybe. You know, yeah. like prior to. Like, yeah. That could be positive. Never know. Okay, so then now we can just focus on the merit of what he was saying then, right? So mm. after dismissing, like, the reasons and all of that shit. Now we could just focus on what he was actually saying is that, you know, getting some head was what he used to self-medicate as Justice so uh, eloquently pointed out um, (laughs) to help relieve his stress. And now I guess the question is, what does that mean? Does that change how we view Bill Clinton? Didn't we kind of already know this already? Like, wasn't this kind of unsaid? One of them unsaid things. Like, we know. Like, you wasn't uh, just in the. You wasn't just being president. Wild. Did anybody think he was just a wild boy? Like he was just <laughs> just, just out here being being wild for no reason, like partying and what? Did anybody have that perception, or was he like, you know, he was going through some shit as president? I feel like this also kind of shifts the viewing the power that was viewed back then, because I think back then kind of seem like somewhat of abuse of power you know mm. what I'm saying it's more like a mental health thing that mm. changes how people might view it I don't think anybody's gonna have any sympathy for him but maybe he's just trying to change the narrative a little bit because that's like pretty much the only stain do you think he's trying to politics he has on his resume do you think he's trying to like steer clear of the me too monsoon with that whole shit like don't even don't even think about putting me in those categories right I can see that yeah like I said it was viewed as abuse of power back then yeah and he was an older man as well how do you think that would have went off today it's not even going off well now with the the rebrand on it oh no so as uh, the potentially toxic podcast that we could possibly be one thing that I want to get into is if Bill Clinton is wrong for the way that he chose to self-medicate his anxiety and what role um, would folks who say that he is wrong what role would they play and what actions would they take and what steps would they initiate to ensure that they're not in that type of position where somebody is looking for uh, anxiety relief outside of you? <clears throat> that would be my question to those folks who feel like what Bill Clinton did is inexplicable and deserves no discussion. It's just wrong. Right. I mean, yeah. So like 
uh, yeah, like is he is. I mean, so like, what role? Like, I don't know. I don't know what role or anything like that. I, I don't even really know how to phrase this, but like, in the whole ecosystem, because Bill Clinton is saying this is what I was dealing with. Let's say he expressed that dealing. Like, you know what? I could. You know what would really help me out right now? Mm-hmm. A little sloppy toppy, and whoever, <laughs> and whoever, for whatever reason, didn't do that for him, mm-hmm. and so then he got it from somewhere else what role like of accountability and like what role did he play in that obviously he's the one who made the decision did all of this shit but also the people around him and his support system what role did they play in getting him support Mm. or helps if that's something that he expressed to other people so like again we're making a whole bunch of assumptions we're just like creating narratives (laughs) that's what we do here at the self-medicated podcast but like that's some real shit because if you think about it in like our real life situations when you get to talking and having conversations about a mistake you may have made or a fuck up or anything like that like the conversation doesn't just end with this is what it like of the discovery of which the mistake right Mm -hmm. there's also a why and Mm -hmm. and how did that come about and what facilitated that and if you're committed and invested in the relationship you're going to work through it but like that's a common thing where it's like it, nigga don't matter why or like you know what i'm saying so like i don't know i just think that's an interesting dynamic people handle shit in different ways and i don't really knock anybody for however they choose to handle shit but i think it's just interesting that the, this conversation that bill clinton like sparked with with and how deep it actually goes and what it actually means for you know people suffering from those type of conditions and afflictions of anxiety and how you know they choose to deal with it and how to self-medicate properly and appropriately Versus when to seek help, I think is an important thing. But then also as a support system and as a society who has people, you know, whose corners we are in, as well as people in our own corners. Like, how do we support those people? What is it that we're supposed to do to help them? How do we recognize certain signs? All of that good shit. Like, I think that's important for everybody to kind of figure out and learn as we grow and develop. So that niggas ain't out here getting caught, getting hit in all office. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... (laughs) Yeah, I think this is also a good segue in the steak and knobber day. Uh, <laughs> so, steak and knobber day is a, a national holiday that we made mention of early on in this podcast. Uh, podcast maybe one or two. Steak and knobber day as a as a would you say a modern retort to Valentine's Day? Yeah. In some circles, the steak and knobber day is a holiday. That is celebrated kind of uh, as a uh, counterpart to Valentine's Day, where uh, a steak dinner and a blowjob is kind of the present or the gift mm-hmm. for this holiday. Yeah. So that's what's yeah. very that's specific. Why. That's what's different about Steak and Knobber Day. You are receiving something. You're receiving a very specific something yeah. as part of this day, right? Like this, there's no question yeah. like valentine's day is ambiguous that can mean y'all get together and watch a movie together right like there's no there's no direction yeah. in the title of this holiday Very true. steak yeah. and knobber day like hopefully a bunch of people listening to this and this is the type of thing that we here at the self-medicated podcast like to celebrate um and and bring awareness to this is i think um you know good quality steak and blowjobs are yeah. a form of self-medication um, that's, I think, really safe if done well, um, really, really healthy. 
Um, it is joyous, it's communal. Um, it is fulfilling, it's nutritious. Um, so like this is definitely sounds like the type of thing that we want to promote. When is Steak and Knobber Day 2020? March 14th. March 14th. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Does it switch all every Ooh. year? It's always March 14th. I'm, this is the first year I'm learning about it, so mm. I don't know. I'm assuming it's like Valentine's Day is on the 14th every right. year. Same, yeah. I would also like to add that all the women <clears throat> that were talking about how important Valentine's Day is and had comments about what you said about Valentine's Day, yeah. um, keep that same energy. That is important. <laughs> that is important, especially because we here like to promote that like everybody matters, right? Like, no, but what we try to do here is we'll take the things that is commonly known and commonly um, attributed, like the common knowledge, how society moves and things. So we try to provide the other end so that we can um, be mindful of the impact that we have on everybody and everybody that we touch, regardless of the role that they play, just to be mindful of shit. Not to stop doing shit, but really to just be mindful of how you move and how you operate. And so that's really important, Justin, because we have a responsibility to keep that same energy about Steak and Knobber Day, right? Like, if you are going to feel that Valentine's Day is a day about celebrating a person that you're in love with and that there's these very mechanical and technical things to do to demonstrate that love and it has to line up with these hours of the day and it this is what it signifies and what it means and regardless of how important it is to you and how dumb you think it is, it's important to me, therefore it should be important to you and the, so the importance of it is elevated. Keep that same energy with Steak and Knobber Day. Like, head is important, steak is important. And whether you think so or not, this is a day of celebration for whoever you're with who deserves those things. So, Steak and Knobber Day, March 14th. So, this should be the official self-medicated podcast holiday. Mm. Steak and Knobber Day. I'm going to vote for that. What about my more inclusive holiday I'm starting in 2021 called Backshots and Burger Day? How is that more inclusive? Because you don't. Well, anybody can get a back shot. Exactly. True. Back shots and what is it? Back burgers. shots and burgers. Back yeah. shots and burgers. Is that like a barbecue? Ooh, back shots, burgers, and beer. Mm. Back B- shots, B- burgers, B- and beers. B- and beers and it's like Freaknik vibes. Beer. Yeah. I'll, mm, <laughs> I don't know if I want that smell around my burgers though. <laughs> somebody gonna smell like open ass. Somebody gonna smell like bent over. Somebody, somebody smell like bent over. Hell no, right. Oh shit. So, um, yeah, that I actually like that. Back shots and like back shots, burgers and bourbon or some shit. Like yeah. that's, yeah, I'm Three with it. Bees. The three uh-huh. and that's much more inclusive mm-hmm. and i think you know as much as we're going to go hard for valentine's day um i think we should go just as hard for steak and knobber day and back shots and bourbon and burgers day mm-hmm. um everybody you know <laughs> everybody could get these jokes so everybody should be loved and celebrated exactly. too so that's how i feel that's how we that's how we feel at the self-medicated podcast so and yo listen a steak is a steak you don't don't fuck up the steak part. If you can't like, cook it, go buy it. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the, here's the thing. You can't fuck this up. You, so, 
I've been told that there's certain flowers that are unacceptable to purchase on Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. That's Whoever been told you that. that that has been said to me before. Whitney's actually really good about that. She don't really she don't really trip about that. Yeah, but that's a thing. People have said that, or like certain gifts are appropriate or not appropriate, or they have to be done a certain way. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we have the right to set a le- a, a, le- a standard, a level of quality for steak mm-hmm. and blowjob day. Right, like there has to be a minimum standard met. Mm-hmm. First of all, rule number one: if you can't cook it, go buy it. Mm-hmm. There's a Mariano's or a Whole Foods, fucking everywhere. Just ask them to cook that shit for you. That's number one. Number two: don't get no fucking like bullshit steak. Right? Like, let's 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 be reasonable here. Let's not do like um like a like a bogus ass flank yeah. or like a skirt. Like that's. Uh, that's not what we're really talking about. We're talking about something with a bone in it. Some thick. Some thick yeah, balls. like a like a like a ribeye. Mm. Um New York strip or something. Yeah, something something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Uh if you don't know, do some Googles. Um or ask us actually. We would be more than happy to advise you on how to appropriately um celebrate steak and knobber day and provide the things that you need. To provide the person that you're celebrating with. <clears throat> and if you, you can get some cauliflower or some shit. I yeah, know. cauliflower steak. Yep. <laughs> cauliflower. Absolutely. There's a bunch of steak replacements too. Carrot and knobber day. Carrot and knobber day. Yeah, so yeah. Ask us for advice if you need consultants on how to celebrate this day. We can point you in the right direction. So we have a very interesting Florida man segment today. This is one of the reasons why being woke sometimes is worth it because we, you know, I recognize the error in having a Florida man segment. Because uh, this week's Florida man is actually a Florida woman. Um, so, for uh, the Florida person <laughs> for March 9th, is, uh, the, the title of the article here is Pregnant Florida Woman Reportedly Stabs Her Florida Man for Looking at a Photo of Another Woman. Um, we're going to start this off by telling you the name of the city in Florida <laughs> where this happened. Okay, it's called Zephyrless, Zephyr Hills, Zephyr Hills. That sounds like some Spyro the Dragon land, like a Spyro the Dragon map, <laughs> Zephyr Hills. The f- <laughs> so uh, Pasco County is where it says she was, this woman was arrested for stabbing her boyfriend after he looked at another woman on his roommate's phone. Uh, he shouldn't have did that. I don't know what he was doing. Um, but basically, the roommate showed the, uh, her boyfriend a picture of a woman that he wanted to date. And because he looked, they she wasn't having that. Maybe her hormones were spiking, perhaps. They had been through a situation like this previously and, you know, whatever happened, they ended up getting into it. Um, The roommate ran off on the plug when they started arguing, so he got the fuck on. Uh, He heard rummaging in the kitchen drawers and then the boyfriend burst back into the roommate's room, bleeding from his stomach. That bitch stabbed me and the roommate called 911. (laughs) The woman, apparently the woman the woman <laughs> the woman walked into the room while they were waiting on the paramedics talking about why would you look at that girl on that phone wow that's like that's how she found it um, wow. cops found a steak knife with with blood on it 
Uh, she told them that well, he must have he must have fell on the blade. <laughs> really? Yeah. Steak, and sta- steak and stabber day. Steak and stabber day. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. So yeah, that's it. That's the self medicated podcast for this week. I know I've said this a few times now. We, we're gonna figure out this engagement shit. We're gonna figure out how Instagram works. We got three motherfuckers who don't, well, at least one for sure, who don't know how Instagram works. Uh, So I promise you we'll get better at that. We're going to have some polls for y'all. We're going to try to find some more interesting shit to post. Um, We're starting a really good stockpile of deleted scenes that, man, there's There's some gold in there. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. Keep tuning in. Make sure you tell tell a friend. Keep tuning in, tell a friend, subscribe, rate, review, comment, follow us on the gram, the self-medicated podcast. Uh, and that's it. We out. Fuck the boys in blue. Fuck them all. Fuck 12, fuck 12. Fuck 12, fuck 12.